<laughs> pud knockers. Pud knockers. Look at the pud knockers on her. <laughs> you guys are a couple of pud knockers. Here we are. Welcome to uh, Ear and Loathing. This is episode eight. Is that correct? It is yep. eight. The, the Ocho. Yeah. And uh, I am joined by media darling. George B. White III. Shout out Jay Breezy. Resurrection Easter Sunday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we, we are doing this on Easter Sunday. And uh, I, you know what? It'd be, it'd be sort of interesting to describe the fact that we are about four weeks ahead of what people are hearing. True. Right, so yes. yeah, when you when you hear us talking about Easter Sunday, you're like that happened like a month and a half ago. But it sets the mood. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it, it we are feeling uh sort of churchy today, and then uh calling in from the North Star, the Yeoman Purser of the North Star. <laughs> who do we have? It's me, uh, Aaron Britt. It's all about rises and surprises on Easter, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's here? <laughs> Didn't we get rid of you? You know you do it, baby. Uh, so I am the lucky participant in the uh, torture chamber today. Yes. And I'm I'm going to assume that you guys have, you know, queued up some real gems for me. Oh, yeah. I have a, a, a topic of discussion. Do it, baby. Just say it. Just a say of, it. A bit of kibitz. <laughs> a bit of kibitz, if you will. So. Here we are in the Kibitz Corner. <laughs> Hi there. Welcome to Kibitz Corner. <laughs> Hi there. Hi there. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Hi there. Hi there. I was going to prepare a little better. I did some mental preparation. I was going to actually type it up, but guess what? I I was either too lazy or too strapped for time, and I didn't do it. But I think we can. I can just kick it off, and we can throw some notions back and forth. Spit it out, man. Okay. <laughs> Where do we stand, we, the Ear and Loathing show, we individually, and we as a society? Where do we stand on the saxophone now? Because <laughs> let me throw you some of my thoughts. It was a product of our childhood. It was on a lot of hits Yeah, in our time in the 80s. Uh, and then, of course, it was omnipresent, I think, in the, you know, you got Baker Street uh, in the 70s. So it was there. Careless Whisper. Horn, yeah, horn bands, Shicky G. Careless Whisper is epic. Um, yeah. I can't believe you said that because exa- I thought of that riff as soon as you said it. <laughs> you carelessly didn't whisper, and then I, I hopped on. Then there was uh, like living in a CITY. <laughs> hard times in the city. Oh, yeah. Beaver Brown. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. JC and the BBB. Clarence. Well, JC and the trip. The big man. The big man. Everything about John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown band, because you can't say John Cafferty without saying. That's and right. the Beaver Brown Band uh, was just just really just a, a ripoff of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Am I am I right about that? Mm-hmm. Including having a black saxophone player, the Beaver mm-hmm. Hunt Band. <laughs> what? Oh, whoa. Clarence Clemens, I think, is is one of the guys that has a lot to answer for 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 my feelings about the saxophone now. Now let's let's do a uh, let's rewind a bit into the past. I would say you know jazz guys. I don't want to hear. 
that I'm my timeline is wrong. I don't give a fuck. But really, you know, you've got like Coltrane and uh, what Sen- Sonny Rollins. Yeah, but you're talking like- about you're talking about rock music, rock and pop, right? I know, but I'm doing a kind of uh, 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 I'm I'm saying that there are some eras of saxophone where I liked it and it still sounds good to me. And you know, like uh, your uh, Stan Getz, for instance. I love his, I yeah. love the sound of his saxophone. And At Wayne Shorter point, on the fucking uh, on the on Tattoo You, he's all over that record and is priceless. Another guy I love is King Curtis, who did all those coaster songs. Oh yeah, you know like Charlie Brown and all those. Fucking that guy's great. And then at one point it crossed over into being like this. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like a the, the Saturday Night Live band saxophone. And then yeah. John Lennon started using that in a lot of his songs. That. And and then Clarence Clemens was another one who kind of adopted this style of of just sort of like good. It's supposed to be, I think, good time party rock and it's roll. Like this, yeah, of, yeah. Right. And <laughs> and in the seventies, it was sort of like okay. And then it got into the eighties when you, you know the famous is Rob Lowe in was it Saint Elmo's Fire? Oh my God, that's such a great yeah on Halloween and, with and the, yeah, let's yeah. rock. <laughs> right and then kind of flying under the radar some yeah. pe- you guys will remember this some people won't the the uh the the roided up kind of shirtless guy from I the still tina turner believe. john capello was that the well, tina turner guy well, yeah do you yeah. remember that so so saturday night live did a, a pretty brilliant sketch when john ham was on where he would which last what five years i think when mm-hmm. he when he guest hosted where he's that guy he's shirtless with the long hair but with the you know top of your hair pulled back oh okay that look and he, and he just busts through walls with that sax just shirtless just playing your, i forget what that that's the sketch him just busting through the walls like so but he's he's doing a parody of that guy yeah, i'm yeah, referring yeah, to yes right? he is yes okay yeah, right which is funny that SNL would be making fun of that that sound that they virtually created. You know, if you think of the, the SNL theme song to this day, it's that guy with that fucking saxophone. So I'm thinking, like, at this point, I'll still enjoy saxophone in jazz. It's still, you know, except for like your Kenny G's and stuff like that. But like, like just classics, kind of Stan Getz, you know, saxophone. Yeah. I don't think I can listen to saxophone and rock and roll anymore. I think the '70s and '80s, yeah, just killed it for me. Where Where do you guys stand on it? I have a very specific feeling about it because I, being uh, uh, madly in love with with the '80s and uh, the all what was sort of alternative at one point, I, I still have a very soft spot in my heart for uh, the way the sax feels in Duran Duran, Spandau Ballet, and uh, and In Excess uh, very prominently. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that what was happening to me, what I enjoyed about it was coming from a guitar based mindset, hearing that, and also like English beat very prominently made up, made up, yeah, all that's very stuff. important to me, yeah, very yeah. important to me. Yeah. And it was, it to me, and it still feels this way, possibly just because it's in my DNA, but it, la- it added to, I don't mean sophistication as far as wearing a tie, uh, but sophistication in music where it was, it was another color. And I f- and and it didn't feel annoying the way the sax does in like a Mustang Sally type of fucking shitty bar band in anywhere <laughs> yeah. USA. Yeah. I find that horribly annoying, and I could leave it out. But if you're making more sophisticated music, like I like, so I guess what I'm saying maybe is that sax, as it applies to new wave and new wave adjacent music, um, is still very important to me. And so I have an, a knee jerk reaction to throwing the baby out with the bathwater when I hear fuck sax 
from the seventies and the eighties. I, I, I like it still because of that, but maybe that's very specific. Like then, I guess. Yeah, I, I think I'm. I and like enjoy... I mentioned before, Wayne Shorter, like on the on um, waiting on a friend, it's, that's priceless, and it's a color that the Stones don't have, and it's a different color than Bobby Keys. It's not that sort of body. Bobby Keys is sort of guilty the, of that, but that Bobby Keys is. Yeah, I think yeah, he's the, more the like Clarence Clemens saying. style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's more like that, but whereas the Wayne Shorter is the sophistication of, of jazz. Yeah, um, and we'll we'll take it on a sax by sax basis. <laughs> but uh, for the most part, I'm going to disagree with Aaron on the uh, on the uh, Spano Ballet and the and the Duran Duran. Like, I, even though I like those songs. I don't like the sax in those songs because it was ruined by other by douchebag sax players. So, but I but you're right. I don't think ska music can be the same without sax. So I'll I'm allowing it there. You're gonna allow you're yeah. allowed in, in yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um. So where do you stand on sax, George? You know, I was just thinking about. It. I didn't have. I don't have a. Initially, when I'm a kid, when I first listening to music, I would I thought of anything of with a horn to be nerdy because mm-hmm. that's marching band and that's nerdy. And let's beat those guys up <laughs> <laughs> with their own sex. But 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 the but then I thought of things I like. Um, I, right away I thought of Bowie, the thing in yep. Changes, and mm-hmm. then uh, Young Americans, mm-hmm. and then oddly, I know it was a big decision at the time for them. But um, Junior Walker in Urgent and Foreigner. Oh, there's a huge set from Junior Walker, and then then put. I know there was a big discussion. If you go read about that song, I'm not going to right now, but that. There's a big discussion about putting sax in that, you know, that they weren't going to do it. And then I think that really, it really, I like it in that song. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying too about there's a point where it became very much that shirtless guy, and then and then just so about last night just cracks me up of him. Like I hear the director going like, no, he always has he always has his sax on him all the time around <laughs> his neck all the time. You know, <laughs> Joel I'm Schumacher. I'm, it yeah, sounds like Joel something Sh- you would say. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, you know, I'm going to New York, and if anyone is fool enough, <laughs> let me play my horn, you know. <laughs> but but I um but then I, I then historically I thought about it and I feel like in it might be in La Bamba, in the movie La Bamba, where the sax is really the bridge instrument between nerdy horns, like the trombone and the trumpet to the guitar because the sax used to be the solo instrument and then that's where lead guitar took over and this well there's the image of like a sexy guy on a um on on like a uh, fire escape playing stormy weather in new york (laughs) as as the hail (laughs) comes down right you know onto his brimmed hat yeah right (laughs) (laughs) you'd be afraid to paint a picture baby but is that correct like the sax used to be the solo instrument in a band aaron lives lives in an alternate world world where steve ray vaughn played sax (laughs) Because I think you just described couldn't stand the weather video. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. Isn't that, you, isn't that him with a big hat getting hit, pelted by rain? Well, I seriously doubt he was on a fire escape, which is what I said. You're, you're saying something different. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm saying something totally unique and totally interesting. Totally different. And precious, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for, so for that reason, I don't. I guess I don't mind the sax, but I understand what you're saying about it became cliche at some point. Georgie, do you think there was any danger of somebody in the KISS uh, camp saying, hey, look. Uh, what if we <laughs> let's put the sax in sex and you know, put a sax solo? You know what's funny about that is it, is I just realized that part of my um attitude is formed towards this that um when I was a kid my uh, the, the kid that was older than me that was my idol's name was Danny Fife. 
And that's a good, it's a good name for sure. Yeah. And he wasn't a bully, but you know, he was that. And you kind played of, drums. And he was that kind of guy. I play, I was not. So, so you guys, your band, you know your band's name. Fife and Drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Danny, he was a big Kiss fan and we all were. And I remember him saying, like, we were listening to, listening to Destro- Destroyer or something one day. And he goes, he goes, you know, you know, you're never going to see fucking Kiss with a horn. You're just not going to see that. <laughs> you're not going to play a fucking horn. And from that, and from then on, like, yeah, horns are for nerds, right? Yeah, yeah. no, horns are stupid. And that's you, my initial thought da- about it when you said it. I thought of Danny Fife. Well, Danny Fife's onto something. He <laughs> he he called it back then. He's saying exactly what I'm saying now. Like, yeah, the the horns. It's it's corny now. It's Cor- it's yeah. uh, horny. It's Cor- it's horny corny corny horny. It's a, it's an interesting. It's a, it's a it's a. I, we could have a lot of uh, people arguing against you. That no more you know, one of the worst like times that. ever for a horn is that I remember Damon and I were watching this. We were kids watching. Oh, my God. It's fucking unbelievable. I, I couldn't believe it. And you can still find it online. And I encourage people to do it. <laughs> watching the fucking Tonight Show. And we go and we hear musical guest fucking ZZ Top. We're like, all right, cool. And fucking ZZ Top comes on. The ZZ Top never does television ever. And so they're coming on. This should be interesting. And they fucking do legs. Okay, good. It was as a hit at the time and they were promoting it. Yeah. But who, what fucking cunts fr- had a good idea that said, maybe, maybe the fucking Tommy Newsom and the dick fuckers need to hit. She's got legs. Doing these stabs. And, and like, if, if it was on point, it would be dumb enough. But. What happened was is that it threw the band so badly, like they they are they fuck up like real bad, like really? to the point where they should have stopped. But it's live TV, so you got to do it. Like they were so thrown by it, they probably couldn't hear it. It was just a whole bad idea, like bad, 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 bad. It, it was executed bad. It couldn't have been worse. I think it must be like a nightmare, and I don't think they ever did TV again. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. But we we were watching it together. We we're like, oh my god! It gives me kind of an upset stomach to even think about how bad it is. I think I've looked it up since then. Oh, oh my I've, goodness. I've got to now. That, that sounds incredible. mortifying. Oh, it Jesus. Does. So just, bad. Just just before do they go like, hey, we're going to do a little flourish in the chorus, okay? Go, go, guys. Five dun, dun, seconds, dun. everyone. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, let's 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 run this this out. Was There was only a few options. Either A, they rehearsed it. Right. Mm-hmm. B, they just said, Hey, I made up some charts for your song. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have, uh, we're just going to play along with you. And ZZ Top just yeah. said, Whatever. That's what Professional happened. musicians, we'll, we'll yeah. let them come yeah. along. Yeah. Or um, they just <laughs> didn't tell them and just hopped on. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, it, it would right. take too yeah. much to set up to surprise somebody. I mean, they're already set to pop, but you would assume that they've got those mics cold when the band is playing, you know, so that no one can fuck up with a. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, so it had to have been a, a prepared thing, but maybe something happened with the monitor mix betwixt uh, rehearsal <laughs> and then, and then they couldn't hear anybody or like, cause imagine it comes in super loud. They're playing to track at that time. Right. Because of the way that opera that's out album operated. And if it, if it blasts them, blasts the fuck out of them in their monitors. And plus you've, you're very, tur- you're turned way the fuck down for TV anyways. So it just would be insane. Uh, just a horrible idea. That guy hopefully is fired. Whoever and said if there's, that. If there's one band that doesn't need augmentation, I know. it's fucking ZZ Top. The, the whole sound of ZZ Top is those three guys is killing it <laughs> and bringing in the, the like the 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 un the most unsoulful, unfunky you know band ever, the Tonight Show band. 
you know, they they maybe they were good. They swung. I'll I'll give them that. But they yeah, did, but they weren't the they weren't soulful. Yeah. And yeah. and ZZ Top is right. So, uh, Severinsen played the trumpet. Yeah, I yeah. think it was him. I said Tommy Newsom because it's funnier. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. Tom. I got to admit. Right. I got to admit. Yeah, right. Aaron, I'm gonna have to go watch that because I have some very vague, you know, lost to the lost Watched to the it, sands yeah. of time memory on, uh, of that. You guys were together when this happened. The way Aaron, yeah. you said you guys were together watching yeah. this when it happened. Watched okay. it on Montrose at eight oh eight, whatever or whatever it was. I think we were on the couch together sharing a blanket. Yeah, <laughs> in my, I don't want to say my, my dick was in the popcorn, but you know, <laughs> I don't. But it might have been. I'm not going to not say it wasn't in the popcorn. <laughs> you know, how, you know how it ended. So, oh, the, the dick in the popcorn incident. Of course, the butter is particularly good this time. All right. The old I'm D sorry. and the P. <laughs> oh, damn good stuff. Oh, That's wow. good. Good kibitzing. That's my yeah. All right. Okay. So we Got so it. we decided that Aaron is is most is pretty much. 95% on board for it. Yeah. George is on the fence about the saxophone. I'm yeah, I'm a I'm I'm on the fence. I don't really have a uh I, I would say I I I like the saxophone. Okay. I do. I like the saxophone. Not as much I, as Aaron, but Not as much as Aaron, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with the saxophone. And I'm calling for cuz that's what everyone does in politics now. They mm-hmm. call for something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's super effective. I'm calling for <laughs> a ban on saxophone in rock music. <laughs> Okay, you know it's it, it's just it's a strong call. Yeah, it's a strong call out. Right. Would you say that you're trying to vax against sax? You got a sax vax? <laughs> I'm anti-sax. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pro-sax. That's with two X's too. So it's like pro-sax. Anti-sax. Pro-sax. <laughs> well done. Well done. Thank you. You did All it. Right. You did Yay. it. <laughs> All right. So now I guess we got to uh, stroll down into the. Uh, well, I have to go down by myself. Yes. It's lonely yeah. down Get there. Get down there. Get on down and there, bro. The, the question is, uh, you guys need to work out who, who I'm doing first. Um, right. Last, last well, episode, well, it was- well, We had a rule for this. We do. Okay, what uh, is it? <laughs> well, the last episode um, was me and George torturing right. Aaron. Right. And what songs did we do? It was- We did uh, Nookie. Oh, Nookie. And then you went first. Yes, I went so first. So I think Aaron yeah. has to go first. Okay. Because you yeah. went first. Is that how it works? That's Yeah, I think that, yeah, it's who- Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's take a stroll down to the torture chamber. Get the fuck down there. Torture chamber. Okay, I'm not gonna bullshit you, okay? I don't really give a good fuck what you know or don't know. But I'm gonna torture you anyway. Suffering. So I have not heard this yet, Aaron. I'm going to open this now before you Chosen especially eyes. for you. Okay. <laughs> Special kind of torture. Targeted. Mm-hmm. All right. Are we ready for this? Let's hear it. Oh, no. Oh, this. I almost picked this. <laughs> turn it up. Turn it up. They're going to tell telling you, you to turn it up. He's going to tell you right now. Turn it up. <laughs> Everybody. Okay, I can only... Uh, Hello, Cincinnati! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I've heard of this band Autograph. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I know this song, Turn Up the Radio. Oh, oh you know it. You heard oh, it. You, you had oh, to hear you've it. heard it. Oh, have I? I can't yeah. believe it's just not a nail in your fucking uh, eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm already annoyed by the chugging guitar. I mean, I already see this going. And then they've got a big robot hand. Is that the album cover? Yep. Sign in, please. Yep. 
<laughs> oh, because their name is Autograph. Autograph. See what oh, they did there? Jesus. Yeah, these guys are so oh, yeah. meatheads. Well, hold on a um, second. And because you don't immediately hate it, let me paint the picture a little bit here at the top so that we can do more of the song after okay. it. So okay. they are disturbingly from Pasadena. And I say disturbingly, obviously, because that's where Damon and I went. But I will, I will say specifically, we're from South Pasadena when it comes to these guys. When it comes to Van Halen, I will say, hey, Pasadena's one big place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're from the funky Crown City. Um, they played in bars all over there and were contemporaries um, in a previous form with uh, Quiet Riot and um, Van Halen. So they were always crossing paths there. What band, what band was that? Uh, the band they were in then, they were called, yeah. I think, Looker was the name really? of it. Really? I've never heard of that. I've heard of all <laughs> the so, other ones. Yeah, but I never, yeah. So they were there, and they would play at a bar called, oh, no, I'm sorry. They were in a band called Wolfgang. Wolfgang. Oh. So, uh, and they were out there, and according to, like, Kevin Dubrow, they, like, would just smoke everybody off the stage. Uh, really? Yeah, so that's hard to believe. But anyways, there they are. So Roth is aware of them, and before they get the record done, but it's like, kind of sort of a demo situation, I think. And so on the power of that, Roth is friends with them and takes them on the road as an unsigned band on the 1984 tour. They play like 48 dates, opening up for Van fucking Halen. And on the 48th date, they're in Madison Square Garden. That's when they signed their record deal. So that entire time prior to then, so like talk about a shot and a fucking half. They got Jesus. taken by the biggest band in the world at the time out there. And they what do era? it. What era? What era of Van Halen? 84, 1984 tour. Oh, okay. So, okay. Fucking, if you don't get they, laid that night after that show, you're not. <laughs> right. <laughs> they did the entire fucking tour. It's insane. And so, so then, then they make the record, and then that song was a big hit. MTV yeah. played the shit out of it. And then they had a second song called uh, Send Her To Me, I think, which was not a hit. But talk about it. Talk about a shot and a half. Then after that, they got like secret to my success. They were in a bunch of movies. They did cameos in movies. Their songs were placed in movies, even up through like the next record. But they're thought of as this sort of one hit wonder. And it's just an incredibly annoying song. And it's a bit of an obvious choice as far as dumb songs, just because it's so fucked out, but it's some of the worst lyrics ever. They seem to be nice guys. I will say, but one of the greatest things about them is that in a band of five dudes, three dudes are named Steve. <laughs> and, and by the That's way, fucking awesome. the three Steves would have been better than I. Uh, yeah. And then the other two guys, one name is Kenny and it's K-E-N-I. And then the other guy's name is Randy, but his last name is Rand. So it's Randy Rand, <laughs> Kenny, and the three Steves. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So, so anyway, so um, with that, Randy, Rand, it's, Kenny, uh, by the, the way, Steves. <laughs> It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve and Steve and Steve. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs> so, so there. That's. I mean, we don't normally put all this explanation up at the top, but I think it's worth doing with these guys uh, and explain it. And uh, these lyrics are special. I, I also like the fact that that um, Eddie must must have loved these guys so much and been such an admirer of their music. Oh, yeah. that he named Fucking his son. Them. He named his son after their previous band's name. <laughs> he fucking Not. hated them. Uh, it was, uh, oh, it was, did he? Uh, yeah, it was an entirely raw situation. In fact, yeah. the dude was a two-hand tapper, so much so that he was a two-hand tapper and wrote a book about it in like the late 70s. And on this tour, on the 84 tour, apparently maybe Noel Monk or some, well, like the road manager, 
for Van Halen came up and said, hey, are you the guy who da-da-da-da-da? Yeah. Well, we don't want to see any of that two-hand tapping on this tour or you'll be fired. And I think the guy told him to kick rocks and just did what he wanted to. But according to him, that actually happened. Um, and I think that Eddie was such a fucking nice, laid-back guy that he probably goes, oh, he was used to having people copying his shit. So why would then, he really yeah. care? Um, so anyways, that's the, back, that's the story such as I know it on those guys. <laughs> so let's turn it up. Uh, yeah, turn <laughs> it up. <laughs> so yeah, this... Okay, if I've heard this song, great. I, I don't remember. Maybe I just blocked it out. So yep. here. here we go. And, and by the way, turn up the radio. That's a, that's a really original concept. <laughs> hey, I want you to think of something, though. Okay. It was when they wrote it, when they wrote this song, there was another title. And instead of turn up the radio, <laughs> it was turn up the cassette machine. What? But they didn't call it that. This is per them. This came out of their fucking mouths. But they didn't call it that because they thought cassette machines or cassettes wouldn't last forever. They didn't. You know, so, okay. Yeah. So they were right about that. But how could that have ever been anybody's first choice? They it reached, seems like it's a joke. Yeah, they, they reached the right conclusion via the wrong boulevard. Yeah, exactly. It was already Turn stupid. Like, yeah, the it has, cassette uh, machine. Yeah, it's not. It's You're right. It, the cassette machine didn't last. You know what you were wrong about? That would Everything be a good, a good, a good line. <laughs> Everything else. All right, I'm, I'm opening the lyrics. Why machine? Here. Why not cassette tape? Yeah, it doesn't because it doesn't work. It's not the right s- syllabic. Uh, well, neither's machine. Turn <laughs> up the cassette machine. Okay, okay, all right. I get it. It's three. Come okay, on, George. Okay, you're right. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Randy and the three Steves. Randy Rand. I stand corrected. Randy and the it Steves have missed cool. Turn up the record player. The compact. <laughs> that was that, that's what Kenny said. That's what Kenny said. They said, "Shut up, Kenny." Kenny Jesus fucking Christ. And oh, by the way, Kenny, the drummer, is one of those dudes who does those head hit moves. Yeah. Oh, he does that his... constantly. Tack tack tack. When he hits a snare, look at me. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> George is executing it oh, over God. here for twirl, twirl into. <laughs> right, we did right. 20 minutes before uh, up top on who they are. All right. Let me let just the people hear it. Fucker going again. Now let's go. Let's Sorry. Turn up. I'm trying to get the lyrics so I can enjoy this. And there's one thing really douchey about this song. And after we hear it, I'll, right. I'll tell you what it is. I don't know if Aaron incredible. knows this. They're incredible. We're only 15 seconds in here. So here incredible. we go. Incredible. Incredible. Six, seven, wow! So now he brings you in, the listener. You, the listener, he brings you in. Heck of an intro. This was a hit? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did it really take this long to get into anything in the song? Yeah. We're already like 40 seconds into it's this. It's a build-up. Yeah. It's a right. foreplay, baby. This is why I've never heard this song before. Like it got it got into like twenty seconds, and I, I'm I'm out. I'm putting on my cassette machine instead. <laughs> All right. Turn it up. <laughs> yeah. There's the hook. Let's add some more keys, dude. Good idea. Oh, I'm working hard, you're working too 
<laughs> you know, the working man. Yeah, it's working man. <laughs> Every day. I like how he brings you in, though. He says, "I'm working hard," but hey, you, the listener, the global you, so yeah. do you, and you know what I'm talking about. So this is our anthem about working, and working it. <laughs> And what happens when you're off work? That's right, Tom. Yeah. What, what do you do? What do you do? You dig ditches, and I get blowjobs from groupies. And so we're basically the same guy. Since we're garden on the Van Halen tour. We're the same. <laughs> and we're unsigned. It's an yeah. unsigned BJ. Uh, okay. By the way, have they changed the chord yet? Is it just been that chugging on one no. chord the entire time? That's the chug- no. <laughs> That's his algorithm. <laughs> yeah, he's he's got a formula, and this is how it breaks down. Are you listening? Get some chalk. <laughs> I've got some charts here. I'd like to some share sketches. With you. I'd like you to look at what about how my minute? this is how my day plays out. Kind of a- <laughs> See this this here's me. <laughs> here's me here's work here's play okay now <laughs> okay it's working hard playing hard that's how i do it let's uh all right here let's continue on things are better with rock they're better with rock things go better with rock it's like a, it's like a side do you, do you think instead of a cassette machine this maybe they put it into an asshole machine <laughs> <clears throat> yeah well they it came out of somebody's asshole for sure it came out of an asshole of an asshole he parties my man parties He's he's got to sleep it off. When he's I like not that he working, says, I do. T- he will admit to you. Look, I, I do turn it down, but only only when I'm feeling low, <laughs> or when I'm when I'm working, and when I'm working. Yeah. That's, the division. Yeah. That's the division. Feeling low. Uh, all right, I, I I suspect that we're gonna uh, ride up on the on the chorus here. Yeah, yeah here yeah. it comes. Dude. Here we go. Hold on to your nuts. Oh my god. Yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> 48, it's a, it's a 48 tracks of Turn It Up. <laughs> yeah. Turn up the radio. 48 tracks. And and it's it's a key change, I believe. Oh yeah. Come yeah. On. Come on. Yeah. And people were pumping their fists to this, right? Oh. I mean, it was this was a, a legitimate hard rock they song. They were pumping the their girlfriends to this. Whoa. <laughs> Dude, when you when you've worked as hard as America did, especially at that time, you know. You really have no choice but to turn up the radio. Mm-hmm. And pump your fist. Your yeah. ears, your ears were slightly deaf because you worked in the factory, so you needed to turn up the radio because you worked so hard, <laughs> ipso facto. <laughs> if you pumped gas all week, you pumped your fist to this on the weekend. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to get some context here. Like, okay, you said they were touring with on the 1980. 80, about eighty five. This is it. Eighty four, eighty five, right, Aaron? Eighty four. Well, yeah. So it was in yeah. the the yeah. So the record yeah. probably came out in eighty four, and then it was out for eighty four, eighty five, but it was. Yeah. On a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm hearing, you know, some some uh, poison in here. And, and later on. Leopard, obviously. But this is before poison. Yeah, yeah right. This is very much like nothing but a good time. Yes. Yeah, later on, Bon Jovi <laughs> yeah. would use that move, that yeah. that, that sort of that keyboard. Lay your hands on me. Lay your hands on me from New Jersey. Yes. Yeah. So like three years before that ish, I think. But like a lot of people used what they're using later. 
which makes them it's pioneers. Tri- <laughs> yeah, it's that tri- again, we enter into that anytime they do a faux triumphant moment uh, is does not age. It just does not age. Uh, it's in the way they use it, this. <laughs> it, it just becomes corny, you know, quickly. Yeah. This is music for the ages. Uh, all right, so we're just in the chorus here. Here we go. That bass part is killer. <laughs> that's, that's Randy Rand. <laughs> of course, it's you know Randy that Rand. I'm I'm a I, I wouldn't even consider myself a bass player. I just can ba- I can pick up a bass and barely do anything. This is the one song I think I could play. Randy Rand it, is the only guy in the there's a touring version, I think, of as of a couple of years ago. All the other guys are gone. It's just Randy Rand and three other dudes. <laughs> Randy Rand's autograph. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's really... a lawsuit involved. You know, they other guys are, no, you can't say autograph. No, no, no. You say Randy Rand's autograph. <laughs> Randy Rand. I think this is pretty good stuff he's doing here, but I'm more of a fan of his work with McNally. <laughs> Ow. Oh, <boy>. Ow. <laughs> Ooh. He still can't find the next note, though. He's just lingering <laughs> okay. for such a close association with maps. <laughs> Well, earlier they mapped out their day, so this is kind of all coming together. <laughs> um, so again, I, I want to. I'm sorry to belabor this, but like I'm also hearing early. I don't know a lot about hard rock. You'll have to forgive me my ignorance, but the stuff I do know that that I originally remember being hard rock as a kid um, in the '80s, at least, was the what I what I would consider the early version of this music, which would be Quiet Riot and Rat. Yes. And this sounds like, you're saying this is a precursor to stuff it sounds like later, which is like uh, uh, Poison and, and Def Leppard and stuff. Well, Def Leppard was around. I, I don't yeah, want to yeah, confuse yeah. what I'm saying here. Yeah. What I'm saying is, this sounds like Rat and Quiet Riot to me, who were, what, four years earlier than this? It sounds like Quiet Riot. I th- I can hear right. Quiet Riot a lot. I can't hear, I, I, mean, I, I get what you mean about, about Rat, but I think it's way coming from a quiet riot place because it's also it's especially sort of lunk-headed boneheaded lyrically which is i think was kevin's stock and trade and mm-hmm. quiet riot mm-hmm. come on feel um, the noise metal yeah nothing house. ever yes. challenging i mean even i mean on the songs they wrote <clears throat> nothing is challenging i mean it, it's hard to sing like him uh but the lyrics weren't challenging but it spoke to like that bare bones dude uh so, you know, well, like we said last week, it, it this sort of is one of those for people who like it, it's it's that chicks top down driving down PCH. This would be that. You it's could date go rate, it's date rate light. You could go you could go <laughs> you could go you could go grab a bike uh, if you wrote this one. If you were looking to do that, you could do it. I can uh, straighten out the history for you. Okay. Okay. So, what what this what I remember cuz I was around at this time uh when Rat and Motley Crue and blah were in the clubs. Okay. So, Quiet Riot in particular, they were before all that. Quiet Riot was more in the Van Halen conversations. Like, obviously, it sounds like the... I don't remember Wolfgang because I wasn't... I was a little too young to go see Van Halen and Quiet Riot. But then a few years later, I saw all those other bands as they came up. And what I remember was, not specifically about them, but other bands where Motley Crue, Rat, they got signed in a first wave in 80 through 82. And that's when Los Angeles started, of the glam rock scene in Los Angeles. Quiet Riot came along because they had predated that 
but had gone, but had lost favor. Randy left the band. What Randy Rhodes? Not Randy and, Rand. And then not Randy, <laughs> not Randy Rand. But anyway, my point is, then record companies came around for a second scoop of this is going. Get some bands like this. Go find some guys that are like the the ones you just mentioned, because mm-hmm. that's what's happening now. Go find them. And so they went and scooped up with the second net people like Autograph. They're like, okay, well, who they were around? They were Wolfgang. They used to blow everyone off the stage. Dave Lee Roth likes them. Go get them. But they were just recipients of the first wave of it where bands got signed, which started with Motley Crue. Okay. And that, and that's really the history of that. And Quiet Riot really came in and stole everyone's thunder because that record came in at the right time. And that went to number one, I believe. Yep. When rock records, huge. when rock records didn't go to number one. Yeah. You know, I remember he yeah. was, he, they, you know, uh, quiet riot was, was, uh, sparring it out with like Michael Jackson and stuff mm-hmm. in, the, in the number oh, yeah. one spot yeah, in 83. Yep. Yeah. The police as well. Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. The police were kept from number one because of Michael, but quiet riot popped in there. I think is the way it worked. Oh yeah. So that, then they kind of came on the heels of that. Cause this is a little late, like by 84, 85, you're into yet a third wave of bands where that's where you get that's where you get your poisons in 85 that's where that starts Mm -hmm. and then guns and roses is in there too because that's when they're in the clubs 85 86 and they come on because they started as if you look at welcome to the jungle they look very glammy there Mm -hmm. they got the big hair and everything and that's the yet a third wave of that's all the signings that happened during that time. George is like, I was imagining as George was speaking, I know how he, lo- what he looks like. He looks like a, a, an aggressive Randy rocker, but I was imagining him <laughs> looking like Donald Sutherland in animal house with a corduroy jacket and, 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 ch- and chalky, uh, chalky, chalky uh, elbow pads talking yeah. about, about rock. Professor of rock. I was thinking more of the scene where he has on just a, just a sweater after he fucks that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just has on a cable knit, yeah, and no pants. Right. Well, <laughs> that's right. You don't know this, Aaron, but George isn't wearing pants right now. So I'm wearing a cable knit, and uh, no he's pants. Got a rod to pod. <laughs> <laughs> Let's listen right. to back to autograph. <laughs> yeah. Here, so back to autograph. Um, we just are finishing the chorus, I believe. Mm. We're yeah. going into. I want to uh, hear it. Give me some mo. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it up. Count, count it. Got it all. One, one two, two, three. three. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is in waltz time. <laughs> one, two, three, he originally wrote this in waltz. As if it was more like a boss in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Four, five, six, seven. All right. By the way, these lyrics. This is why lyrics online are so ridiculous. In fact, my. Uh, Sorbet, you guys are getting another text with lyrics because I don't, I don't want to fuck that up. This, this, this guy, this retard. I can't use that word. <laughs> you just here, did. you can. Here, you can. Sorry. This genius. This genius Safe over space. here. Safe space. This Mensa. This Mensa. <laughs> I like it better. Like instead of saying genius. the R word, saying saying it genius. Yeah, with sarcasm. Yeah, right. This, this, this is because it says. All right, so the line is, "I feel the beat. I'm in a trance because it rhymes with dance." Right. This guy says, "I feel the beat." I'm, I'm in a trans. <laughs> trans am. Well, trans-am. I'm picturing something else. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. He's hanging out with a fl- someone who's fluid. Yeah. 
That's all. Like uh, t- sort of like what 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 uh, what Pete Townsend and Mick Jagger were dabbling <laughs> in for a while. <laughs> all right. So allegedly, he's, allegedly, so, allegedly, allegedly. So allegedly. this guy's uh, is is in a trance, and let's carry on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no better place to be. No better place to be. <laughs> he knows. Anytime. You know, this is the thing that that really pisses me off in in music in general. Is songs... <laughs> I knew that this was going to create this statement that you're making now. Whatever it is, you're exactly. Gonna get, like, this is you what know, pisses me fuck off, these guys. <laughs> Damon this, Sandbox. I mean, this it. is kind fuck of a, you. a global complaint I have, and it. I guess you're allowed to get away with it in the '50s because rock music had just been invented. But I don't know. Once you get past like. 65 song rock songs that talk about rock and rock are so fucking cheesy like this guy saying things go better with rock like i don't i don't get why people thought that was cool or or whatever it's like it's like guys who in the middle of a song they talk about this song you know what like like the james this is the first one that pops in my head is james taylor um woke up this morning I wrote this song, you know, <laughs> when you're in, you're singing the song about the song, song that you're right, singing. Yeah. It's, I fucking hate that. And I hate when guys mention rock in rock songs. It's so fucking cheesy. <laughs> well, I, th- I feel like I'm going to get a lot of this in the coming months. A lot of guys yeah. talking about rock in rock songs. Yeah. You're fucking, you're digging a fucking huge hole uh, for yourself. I have to say by you, by saying that repeatedly, because that's all you're going to get. Well, I know. Plenty of it. Well, that's, that's, I don't care. I don't care. Aaron just figuring out the torture chamber. He's defiant. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's what we do. We haven't broken him down yet. He's now's the part where he's like, I don't care. I don't care. I like all those other yeah, songs. Burn, I didn't play burn my like, face I, again with the torch. I don't care. I don't care. I it's like it. It's torturous not to hear these songs. <laughs> oh, about you? Oh. Oh. All right. So, hey, uh, dude, th- don't avo- stop avoiding it, dude. You guys, things go better with rock. That's what I'm saying. Except when he's sleeping it off, which he just mentioned in the last verse. <laughs> oh, I, hate, I hate that key change. <laughs> I hate it. This is... We've talked about this before. I don't remember what song it was, but it's... These songs that like it sounds like they were written for a soundtrack by just some some random you know professional songwriter. We need a song where they're in a hard rock club mm-hmm. and the, the, you know the, the there's a chase scene, but we need a song in the background that a rock band's. It's playing. like getting like that's there's, this. There's websites where it's like licensable music rock rock song. <laughs> yeah, and this this would be it. Yeah, it's it's I need the music. Give me some more. I can't even say that's a bad lyric it's just like a robot wrote it or something maybe the robot from the album We're back cover. to fucking robots you know what now that i'm it's looking at about robots yeah, with us this the robot from the from the album cover and he's signing something it's an autograph that's the whole thing right he's the signing shtick. his check for writing this song well yeah he's 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 in the middle of writing the lyric about i need the music give me some more that's that's what i've just figured out the album cover all right, so I'm assuming we're we're gonna get into because I'm looking at the lyrics here. Hopefully, there's no last verse. Thank Christ, there's just more choruses. I'm assuming we're coming up on a guitar solo here. What else? Tapping. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I was saying that it's interesting to note that uh, the head of RCA at the time of their signing 
was a guy named Jose Menendez who featured prominently uh, in the murders committed by his sons. Oh, yeah, right. That was the yeah, dad that, that was guy. Like, putting to- toothbrushes up their assholes and stuff. That's the guy. That's why they killed him, right? <laughs> That's the guy. He was the head of RC just, Records. Just so you know. The guy who, the guy, the guy who was, was murdered? Yeah. Their yeah. Signed? Their, their father, yeah. Well, he, was head, he was head of RCA. I think it was uh, probably, you know, it might not have been the dude who signed him, but oh, okay. he, he was, was head, head of RCA, RCA at the time. It's on his watch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Ordinarily, I'm against patricide. <laughs> but does his, maybe his, maybe the the Lyle what was it Lyle and, Lyle and Eric Lyle and Eric had had kind of like would have been a discerning defen- taste in music would have been a better defense than the one they had <laughs> yeah it wasn't about the abuse they say fuck if you checked out autograph bro I'd just like to play my final summation as the defense attorney for Lyle and Eric is <laughs> I present to you turn up the radio by the <laughs> just daytime nighttime anytime. Just, just really? listen to it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna man, demand the court be quiet, the jurors be quiet for the entire three minutes and sixty four seconds <laughs> or whatever. The- if this was the music video, though, they the the whole jury box would be standing up and pumping their fists, and like yeah. strippers would walk in, and you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so we're com- I think we're coming into the solo here. Break it down. <laughs> Guest base, Adam Clayton. <laughs> Easy. Come on. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Come on. Come on. <laughs> no need to drag his name through the mud. I love you too. I'm not, but come on. <laughs> Listen to him jam. <laughs> <laughs> It's Eddie without any charm, <laughs> with no charm. It's like That's you took the exactly charm, you took the smile off of Eddie's face, you'd be left with this. Exactly what I'm saying about the second scoop yeah. of the net, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> the backward snare. And the that's, just, snare. that's just the stroke by uh, Billy Squire, right? <laughs> but that's the stroke. It's a lot, it's a lot yeah, of well, I mean, a lot of people did that. Def Leppard. He's one of them. That, they no one thought that was corny. I guess not. No one thinks anything is corny. <laughs> what am I? What am I doing? <laughs> you chose doing to my life. life. This I'm is your idea. Life. This whole thing was your it's idea. Your idea. You wanted it. The whole you reason you're listening this. to this song right now. Your idea. Yeah, I you know. set it up. I don't like pulling your fingernails off. You asked for it. <laughs> yeah, we spent money on this. You made a website. Just so you can hear this song. Good job. You guys, I you didn't did ask, it. I didn't ask you to solve my problems. I just want you to listen to me. All I needed was just a, an ear to Sadly, listen. Sadly, now me. your problem is autographed. I know. It's your problem now. Now your ears are bleeding. I knew this chorus and I and I, you know, this is the my, my probably my biggest regret of this entire endeavor, this this ear and loathing <laughs> podcast is the fact that I went through my life like proudly episode or yeah. something. Yeah, proudly that. not hearing Nookie. Proudly not hearing uh, autograph. 
Um, you know, even like we built the city. I can't even say I got through that whole fucking song. And now I'm having to hear basically the entire thing. And I, break it down yeah. for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. This is, yeah, this is, this is just an unfortunate Careful turn of what events. you wish for. I know. Too bad but, the, the cast is so popular, dude. <laughs> now you're stuck with it. I know. You're the torture guy. I'm a giver. That's for, right. For our, for our listeners. All right. Uh, so we're, let's see, 343. Look, we're done, right? Yeah. This is just yeah. more choruses at this okay. point. Yeah, that's, it's all it is, and it's uh, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable uh, how, how corny and goofy it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's we got nothing a, else to say about these for you. Yeah, it's just a thin, <laughs> it's a thin, lifeless dud of a song. It just and and the again the disturbing part is that people like it. You know, you should hear the song and go. You know, let's say you like Def Leppard. Let's say you like Quiet Riot. That's you. You should me. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. Let's say you're one of these crazy people who. <laughs> I love Def Leppard, and they would never do anything this dumb. Well, that's my point. Is that if you if you like Def Leppard and you hear this, you go. No, I'm not going to get involved with it. But I, I suspect there's a lot of people who like Def Leppard who also like this song. Yeah, some people are happy with the runoff. But there's not, say, all right, there, there's nobody that's, I don't think there's a lot of people out there that were autograph fans. I was yeah. aware of this song. Hey, man, you a graph head? You a graph head? <laughs> yeah, Rand Rand, man. What are you talking about? But one thing I want to, Aaron, I'm, I didn't, I don't know if you know this, but so what they did, what the, uh, speaking of retard genius, so what they did, how this fit into every playlist in the whole United States is this. So the, the chorus, turn up the radio. Then you say your call letters, KLS, I got to KMET, I got to give me some more. And you could do that with every call letter in the whole United States. And they would stop the, they would stop the record, say, those, say their call letters into the mic, and then continue the song. Every time I heard this. K-L-O-S, I-K-M-E-T, I got to give me some, every time. Yeah, they did that, that uh, Heart of Rock and Roll where they did the, the edit on the right. second yes. round of it being a hit yes. where they go, added extra cities. Oh, I didn't know Because I remember that. hearing that. They're like, Dallas, San Diego. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, they other, would play the local, the local yeah, version. And they did that every time with this. Every time I heard it, they said K-L-O-S. Right. But are you saying, George, that, that the band recorded that way or the, no. the DJ would stop the it? The DJ and, would stop it. Put it, say K L O S. They cut it in somehow. That, every time I heard this song, the call letters of the local place was in it. Every time. Would they do that at K L O S? The Furious Five at nine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bob Coburn. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, Side orders. <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it. All those shows, but yes, they would. They did that. That's, that's I mean I can always like see why the band would do it because it's, it's a kind of a nifty little promotional thing like yeah we're gonna do like uh, maybe they did I heard we're it. gonna do like twenty versions and one's Chicago and one's Atlanta and one's you I know Seattle like- but the the fact that the, did the DJ think that was cool to hop on and oh and, yeah and do that yeah, yeah it's a DJ yeah <laughs> and like, se- and secondly I have a confession to make about this oh no 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 it's okay Aaron you'll I, I don't know if you would know this Aaron so. Aaron and that I. You are Randy Rand. I, I'm Randy Fuck. Rand. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not know that. Aaron, I, he just pulled a mask off. I did. <laughs> and, he ha- and he has a bass. Georgie George. He ha- he has a bass. <laughs> he has a bass, and here's what he's doing. Don 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 don. Yeah. don uh, by the don, way, he's don. wearing a uh, poker 
poker dealer um, visor in the video. Anyways, <laughs> back back to Randy Randy. Well, I like back, that because you can see my eyes and my hair. Made my hair stick up higher. Um, no, uh, Aaron and I write songs, as you know. Mm-hmm. And we wrote. So does America. America knows. Because it's America. So, and if you crawl, Aaron, I know you do. We, uh, we wrote kind of a song as a joke because we kept saying tonight a lot in our lyrics. Right. And so we had a song called Ain't No Night Like Tonight, parentheses, tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's charming. And actually, with my, the act I'm in, we did that song live. Yeah. And it has a lot of cowbell in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, to to write the lyrics, I listen to this song because <laughs> it's this kind of song, right, Aaron? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I he hate doesn't to want to this. admit it, but it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, but you guys... when, I, when I was doing the music and recording it, yeah. I didn't listen to this song. <laughs> what you listen to in your in your time, George? Lyrics. I know, I know you didn't, but I, for the lyrics, I thought, oh, this right. needs to. What what's a song that's like this? And it, the answer right. was this. And our lyrics are more clever, but. Yeah, and I was oh, going to say, like, you guys, are, you guys are doing, like, a pastiche. We These were. guys were, were serious. Yeah. All right, well, that, I, let me just, just say, acknowledge that that was horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go find George's okay. submission. Ah, okay. And I have not, I don't know what this is yet. Okay. I'm going to click go. on it now. Brace yourself. <clears throat> you ready for this, Aaron? Yeah, totally. Okay. And oh, let me get rid of these lyrics here because I don't need, I, I will never need autograph lyrics ever again. George's uh, con- torture contribution is, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, breaker one nine, this here's a rubber duck. You got a copy on me, quick man, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly what this is. <laughs> and, oh, it's a lyrics video. Cool. Yeah, of course. Okay, you good, can, good, good. Get good. All, the, all the CB jargon. So yeah, get all the jargon. Yeah. yeah. A real song but, that was a real hit. Yeah, this a was a real song. one hit. Because you, 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 you go, oh, isn't this kind of a novelty? No, this no, was a I, giant hit. No, I have a whole, I have a whole place some more. Okay, I, yeah, I will yeah, tell yeah. you the whole thing of it. But it's, 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 you know, oddly um, topical. Yes, right. It, it was used as part of the uh, Canadian trucker. This was oh, their theme. Yeah, this was they used it as their theme this this last year. <laughs> trucker, what was it? Trucker. Uh, Canadian trucker protest. What do you call it? Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that thing. They use this, this. is a special time. People don't. People who are not in their fifties don't know that there. This was a time when America was stroking it for trucks and CBs <laughs> oh, and oh Trans Ams. They and were just this, and this started. In. This yeah, they bought the it. fuck in. They're like, fuck it. What is that? Some trucks in it? There were. Yeah, like sexy. That like they thought it was that. sexy, and that you know, it it's was. not true. It was now, but it was. Yep. And you've got that kind of military beat kind of going along and everything. It's like that, you know, they, they just said, give me like a, uh, like a um, 50 ways to leave your lover kind of, kind of groove on this one. Might have been the same year. What, what year is 50 ways? This well, is 50 ways to be a trucker. <laughs> 50 ways to, <laughs> 50 ways to bone a trucker. <laughs> Okay, so we're we're again we're we're listening to uh, CB jargon. There's a couple of t- truckers talking to each other. CW McCall's convoy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like Boy, like people yeah, don't know that, George. Four, <laughs> 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 By golly, it's clean clear to Flagtown. Come on. 
be at the Big Ten for there, Big Ben. Yeah, we definitely got the front door, good buddy. Mercy. And sake. by the way, is it's a it's a, supposed to be a conversation between two truckers, and yeah, it's just it's him just, talking to himself. It's the same voice, right? <laughs> like he he's could have just brought in another guy, like that's the drummer the speed, or that's somebody. What the speed, he's all speeded out, dude, on pet pills. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> he's just talking to himself. Were, were they called like the trucker's friend or something? Like mm-hmm. those? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh no, that was Simpsons thing, wasn't it? I don't know, like the, but yeah, like, oh yeah, they, they, they back then t- truckers. You, they, I think they issued speed yeah. to you when you got in a truck. There's Let a, me say this too yeah. before I forget, because if people who listen to the pod they they've heard the name Bingo before. Our friend Bingo was a trucker for a big chunk of time, and we I saw a picture of his his rig he sent us, and I was like. Hey, Bingo, do you call that rig steak sauce? <laughs> right. That makes sense. And so yeah, for the rest of time, I've said, I was always imagined Bingo behind the wheel of steak sauce driving down the road. And now I'm thinking of him as this man. Too much coffee somewhere in a snowstorm caught between, uh, you know, Texarkana and somewhere else. And, and like C.W. McCall, talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He's just hassled. Hogs down I-10. Bingo and steak sauce. <laughs> Bingo's conversation was with steak sauce. Yeah, he's talking about that. You're doing good steak sauce. It's, I, I agree, it is a hell of a hill. And the rubber dick. <laughs> there, are, there, are, there are some smokies up on the cloverleaf. <laughs> Coming you from the dirty side. <laughs> All right, so Aaron, do you have these lyrics up? I have them up in my heart. They're etched in my memory. That's <laughs> right. All right, here we go. So Play here, it. I don't even know who's talking to who. And that's the thing is like, this was actually kind of shrewd on his part because this was really like heavy CB jargon. And um, so you had to kind of buy into this to the point where you, I bet you like there's books available that would decipher CB talk. Uh, I mm-hmm. had them. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm stepping on your, your no, explanation. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. But uh, this, this was kind of sure the same way that like Mick Jagger admitted that he would b- kind of bury his, his lead vocals. So people would have to go buy the, re- instead of hearing it on the radio and singing right. along, they have to go buy the record and play right. it and listen to it really yeah. close to hear it. So I think this is what this guy was doing is like, you got to listen as many times to understand what the hell they're talking about. This story, the CB jargon. There's so story. many lyrics, dude. Yeah, it just is fucking goes on and on, and it's so much, so much of the jargon. Wow. And according to the lyrics, we're building up to the realizing that they're that they're in a convoy. Yes, he's about Mercy. a mile out of Shaky Town. Which is Los Angeles, guys? In CB language, Los Angeles, Shaky Town. But you know why? Get it? Shaky Town. Think about it. It's Los Angeles. Shaky's why? Pizza. No, come on. <laughs> oh, I know. It's because of earthquakes. Thank you. Of course, yeah. But <laughs> It's so clever. How did you guess? The, yeah, that's the thing. It's like they, they thought these these little... these. This so the cops wouldn't secret... find out. The cops, the smoky yeah, bears but... after them, you know, fucking Jackie Gleason, you know. They thought they had like a secret smoky language. Smokey and the bandit. You know, like when you're a kid and you have, a, you have an imaginary friend and you just... <laughs> When you talk to him, you just put an O at the end of every every word, and then then no one knows what you're talking about. Right, teenager That's what these guys are doing. We call it Shaky Town. Let's have our Let's have our convoy meeting in Shaky Town, and so there's they just get surrounded by squares. Police. Will never know. <laughs> Joe Friday. The cops are, will never two know. Two cops right? listening. They go, yeah, L.A. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, these fucking guys, dude. Jesus Christ. Call the the local L.A. office. Somebody. We need we need a wind talker here to figure out what Navajo to figure out the fuck they're saying. On it. <laughs> oh god what does yatehe mean <laughs> uh, we, we can't get through these fucking songs alright here we go so live looks like we got us a convoy 
This bass player knows what's going on. Dark of the moon on the sixth of June. Yeah, he's no autograph bass player. <laughs> Randy. Randy Rand. <laughs> yeah. What was Randy Rand was the bass player, or the guitar player. Yeah. 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 Bass. Randy Rand. Bass. 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 Right, Aaron. Yeah. Yes. Bass. Oh, okay. Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reefer on and a Jimmy hauling hogs. We is heading for bear on I-10. It only sounds like gay town. speak to me. <laughs> like my brothers, my brothers in West Hollywood, they're just like, you know, they're putting things together, putting a night together, and they, you know, they don't want to get hassled. They don't want to get hassled by, you know, people who aren't interested. Like we're interested as a group. You guys can leave us alone. So we're just going to use the special language. Exactly. A couple of handkerchiefs and uh, no, no, no hassle from squares. Uh, yeah, no hassling from squares, please. Come on. Mm. All right. I'm, believe it or not, I'm trying to decipher these lyrics. <laughs> of course you are. That's why I, I, did, I don't know why. That's why, why I, I picked this for you. Why am I burning I knew it would drive cells? you crazier. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> Keep going. Yes. Duck, and I'm about to put the hammer down. Is this like fucking Ann Murray coming in yeah. there? They could have yeah, could like I, some I sort can t- of I can tell macho. You I've always wondered about no. but before you tell me who they are. Okay. Yep. They Aaron's right, like it's it's the backup singers who shouldn't be backup singers. Right. they they sound like Sounds like somebody's mom. Yeah, it's like yeah, right. There's a very specific reason why they're like this. Okay, but I'm okay. thinking it to me, it's reminding me of something like if you're at Disneyland and there's like you're you're in you're in one of the you know one of the it's restaurants a, and there's a like small world. there's sing, yeah there's like singing bears or something she's reminding yeah. you to put your forks in this box yeah they they, they have this the voice right. this is this is the voice of like singing frogs and you know flowers at, no. at Disneyland no some it's guy the, dressed as a radish fucking these. reminding you to <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the salad bar this is the sound of a of a jingle. From a TV. That's what this is. All jingles sounded like this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was it Folgers. deliberate? Because this guy, his name isn't even C.W. McCall. I forget his name. It's Bruce something. And he was a musician. It didn't work out. He went to trained in Iowa or somewhere, I think, to be a musician. It didn't work out. <clears throat> he went into advertising. Won three Clios. And so that's what, as soon as this chorus starts, you realize, oh, shit, this is a jingle from the 70s. Because that's what yeah. he wrote. That's what he was good at. He went, Did he do? He was the when best. When you're at in it. loves, the whole world's Word delicious. Just, exactly. That. Well, that's men, but yeah. And so when he, you're uh, in love, <laughs> not your Elvis all of a sudden. <laughs> when you're in love, the whole world's delicious. But so he. So he. The fuck uh, does that mean? And but so what happened is what happened. The story with this is they. Um, he. This was a commercial. And he made up a, a character named C. W. McCall. It was a long haul trucker. I think it was for Harvest Bread. And there's a whole series of commercials where he pulled into, like, the Good Time Trucking Cafe when he's on the road, and a waitress flirted with him, and the whole idea was he was a trucker. And they won a Clio for that, but it got so popular, and this C.W. McCall idea, that he got a record, he got a career out of it, which is what he wanted in the first place, which is kind of great. Because he wanted to be a musician, and he got. Yeah, and to it was at the right time when everybody was freaking and out about fucking truckers and shit. Exactly, and this started the idea of trucking being sexy and fun, and it gave birth to, to everything from Smokey and the Bandit to BJ and the Bear to every other thing. And then there's one other thing we'll play a little more, and I have something else for you. 
All right, here we go. Continuing on. We got Ain't She a Beautiful Sight. I love that. No. So did you – I thought you were going to tell us about those girls. Well, no, I mean, that to me, that that's what's funny about this is it's kind of a country song or a novelty track. It, then suddenly at the chorus, it turns into a jingle. Yeah. That's exactly what that sounds like to right. me. Come on, those are, those are jingle. Boy, nothing gonna get it Those way. are jingle singers. Yeah. Whoever sang jingles at that time, that's who he got. Right. Because right. that's what it sounds like. They were probably on staff. <laughs> exactly. Probably were. <laughs> there was guys that did jingles or women and people that yeah. did jingles, and that's what that's what exactly that sounds like. I still think if I'm if I'm thinking of uh what what year is this? Seventy five. Okay, seventy five. Like the the female singers who sang I'd like to teach the world or to buy the world a coke and <laughs> right. da, 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 da. Well, that's like the best. Those, but those were good singers. Like, but the, that's the best commercial ever. I'm talking about shitty regular, regular jingles for yeah, Jello like, or whatever. He just got like the bottom of the barrel, you know. Well, this singers. is what everything sounded like. Yeah, I don't know. I remember '70s jingle singers sounding better. These are these these two, <laughs> you know, knob jobs are just are barely. They might just be the secretary at the recording. I studio. love her arguing this. I remember sending jingles better. <laughs> well, I don't. Listen, well, my <laughs> my memory is that they were strong. Jingle singers my were very are... good at this time. Yeah. So I'm just annoyed by these singers. I think they're bad. They sound like they sound like a little kid, like a like a kids' cartoon singers or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Carrying on. Carrying this convoy on. <laughs> it, it actually it might even be guys singing in falsetto, and I'm not joking. Yeah, no, that doesn't sound be. like women to me. Maybe not. It's. It sounds like. It, oh, that'd be awesome. I was just like, we're gonna put like better sort of like Leonard Skinner chick singers back here, but for now, this is just how we're gonna do it. Wait, you sent that out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it might be oh, Bruce fuck. himself, like showing. I'm gonna show this demo to the girls later, and then it just got pressed into a record, and, and off it goes. Yeah, we're gonna have to put a fake name on this. Guy. I don't want to be associated with that mess. CW. I'd be really curious. <laughs> it's to know number if, one. <laughs> if, if these are actual men singing. Like women, could be, could be. it's it, that's mm-hmm. how bad these singers are. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's a ballsy note they hit. Yeah, he's not even trying to change his voice. No, 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 no. <laughs> CW, this is McCall. <laughs> <laughs> no, CW was from uh, Country Western. That's what that name oh, was, okay. CW, and then McCall was from McCall Magazine and from a movie, like, is there a movie called Me and McCall or something? I forget what the name of the movie is. Oh, but some, McCall and Sons? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, Damon- just, I like to McCall the whole thing off. Just to, <laughs> just to straighten you out, Damon, what the part's going on here yeah. is someone is hauling pigs, and it smells very bad, okay. and he's behind him in the convoy, and he's asking to please back off five or ten miles, because it's really getting smelly back here. In the cab of my truck. What a weird thing to put in a pop song. I know, song. right? Like, what are you so talking weird. about pig shit in a fucking pop and then, song? But then it's rebellious because they're after the cops are after him. <laughs> Makes more sense to talk about fucking raisins and Jethro Tull songs. <laughs> like, what the fuck has gone wrong with people in the 70s? Jesus. But wait, so if he's behind, is he asking the hog guy to pull over and be the end of the, of the no, convoy? He's saying, no, he's saying, pull, pull like, I'm going to back off. Of, I'm going to have to back off because I'm behind you. And I want you to, we, we have to put more miles between us because right. so, it no, smells he, so bad. Why does he have to tell someone else to do it? Just do it. If you're the one who's behind smelling the hogs, you just sort of put, pull over to the side of the road, wait for him to get away from you, and then 
I don't know, I don't know if con- you need to announce that. that, that I, I don't think a convoy works that way. <laughs> you can't pull over. It's a convoy. It's a convoy. Come on. We're rolling through it's the, the USA. Otherwise, you're just, you're a lone trucker. Yeah. Right. So you got to stay Otherwise. with it. It is, it is a beautiful sight, I have to admit. Yeah. Doesn't, it USA. doesn't smell good, but it's a and beautiful sight. There's numbers. Sight. 85 trucks. There's more and more as they go. Yeah. Oh, boy. A chartreuse microbus. Yeah, exactly. Yes. This the, the the hogs thing doesn't make any sense, but we're we're carrying on. By the time we got into Tulsa Town, we had eighty-five trucks in all. But there's a roadblock up on the clover leaf, and them bears is wall to wall. Yeah, them smokies as thick as bugs on a bumper. They even had a bear in the air. I says, calling all trucks, this here's the duck. We about to go a hunting bear. So, the bear is There's an absurd amount of lyrics left. Yeah. Uh, so how, uh, unbelievable okay, bear, bear in the air helicopter R- right but okay. the bears are, are caught, like highway patrol smoky bear yeah right right because <laughs> they got the the big hats you know but the, they're yeah. they're they're actually now just just targeting cops right because they're about uh, that's hunting their enemy bear. that's their enemy right but yeah. does that mean they're just going to start plowing them over in their uh, of course in their trucks? yes absolutely yeehaw <laughs> celebration it's but it's really it's not necessarily you're actually running over the guys it's the this is totally it. You've seen this in every fucking movie and TV show in the seventies. It, it's the bear, like the wooden barricade has been set up with the cars kind of to the side. The, the trucks come smashing through the barricade and the cop on the side, it probably what Jackie Gleason or something yeah, okay. takes off his hat and throws it on the ground yep. and says stomping up and down and, and, and yelling at his, at his, the one car that does get in a wreck. It's one of the, the, the officers wearing one of those flat brimmed hats. So he gets in the wreck, <laughs> right. he gets out of the car and the brim is now down at his neck and he just, the round part is it on ripped his around his, ne- around his head. Yeah, he's right? like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. And there's a, and there's a, and there's a, and there's a half pipe ramp for him to spit, his sunglasses spit are all car and then land in the water. <laughs> Anyone who goes in the water is incapacitated. <laughs> God damn it! How do they do it? They're untouchable. More rocking through the night, by the way. Yeah, because they got to drive all night. But autograph. They're going, they're going coast to coast. Autograph and C.W. McCall are both rocking through the night. Similar kind of thing. God damn right they it's are. All coming together. Trucking, you know how many people didn't say trucking right there? Me, eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> and you were cool for doing it. Oh, I was the coolest. <laughs> hey, you want to give me a 10-9 on that big bin? A negatory big bin, you're still too close. See how them hulk is starting to close up my sinuses. Mercy sakes, you better back off another 10. Well, we... Is, is this gag going to pay off with the, with the hogs and the smell? No. Because I thought maybe, like, I know, let's drop all the hog manure on the cop, on the bears or something. Does that happen? Why weren't you writing the script? And I still don't get why they're telling what if they want him to not be smelling up the whole convoy, make him just pull over till they all pass and he can be at the end and they won't be smelling him anymore. I just don't think that's how convoys work. (laughs) Damn it, I don't. (laughs) Well, they're doing convoys wrong, is what I'm saying. Again, I, again, I should be at the convoy meeting. And shake, I am in shaky town. I might as well just just do it. All right, <laughs> here we go. Well, we rolled up Interstate 44 like a rocket sled on rails. We tore up all of our swindle sheets and left them sitting on the scales. By the time we hit that shy town, them bears was. That's a clever name for Chicago. <laughs> yeah, shy town. The squares don't know. <laughs> you know, 
They obfuscated that one as well. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck could they mean? We're lost. Fuck them. They're too smart for us. Turn it around. Fuck it. Men, get your hats ready to throw on the ground. These truckers <laughs> foiled us again. <laughs> God, these guys are, there's a wise bunch of uh, fellas. Oh, gosh. <laughs> More the, the Mensa convoy. <laughs> was getting smart. They'd brought up some reinforcements from the Illinois National Guard. There's armored cars and tanks and jeeps and rigs of every size. Yeah, them chicken coops was full of bears and choppers filled the skies. Well, we shot the line. Aaron, you're not kidding. There's a lot of fucking lyrics going on here. It's, un- it's almost like rap. It's really like rap when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. All right. So, oh, I like where this is going with the Friends of Jesus lyric. Oh, yeah, go. Oh, and we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and 11 long-haired Friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. So hippies? Hippies in a microbus, yeah. Have a CB, obviously. No, oh, so they're... they're- <laughs> They're in on the convoy too now. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're all fighting the law. Yeah. Hey, rubber duck to softbuster, come on there, yeah. Ten four softbuster, listen, you want to put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's home. You know, we could stop down and and figure out what all these stupid terms mean, but it's just I'm not even gonna... no. There's, a, I wish I knew the mic when I was a kid. I knew all these because I got the book. It said all the what ten nine men and ten twenty and suicide jockey and all the I knew all of that. Yeah, but yeah. Well, I, think I invite so, one of our listeners to put it on. the I website. believe suicide <laughs> jockey is uh, because you're hauling gas. I believe. Yeah, okay. that's a gasoline truck. I believe. Okay. Yes. Well, too bad we didn't have bingo on this show. You told, you us. told us all the all the lang all the langu. It's a missed opportunity. Oh, I'm so I am so in love with this. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm perfectly fine with eight year old George oh, loving oh, these and, and everything, oh, yeah. but. There were adults in 1975 who liked this song. Number one. That's, number that's one. the part that like your mom or some or your mom's boyfriend <laughs> walking by and going, oh, there's George enjoying Convoy. Great. But for him to also be enjoying the song with you, unacceptable. <laughs> that didn't happen. Dynamite and he needs all the help he can get. Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore, prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't going to pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4. Cause we are riding down more rockin' through the night. Yeah, we are riding down Ooh, nice riff. <laughs> Does this thing just go out like this? Or, uh, there's, is there, there's, there's, there's some fun stuff. There's no the punchline. Is there? Or no, was that it? Where no, they just no, kind of smashed going, through? They're, they're going coast to coast. They started in Shaky Town. Now they're in New Jersey. Yeah. So they're going coast to coast, baby. And what did Running this, over bears. So, yeah. The, <laughs> what was the convoy's intention? Like Just like the convoy we just experienced in the last 30 days or whatever. These, they, these guys, guys had no convoy. point. Yeah, so they can't get they can't get what are they going to do? Stop us all? They can't yeah, they do can't. it. So they figure we're not going to pay the tolls. Stop us from doing what? We're though? not going to pay the tolls. Just driving? Was we're not going to pay anyway? the we're not going to pay the tolls. We're not going to drive the speed limit. We're truckers. We're free. This is the open road, baby. Jack Kerouac. <laughs> Again, to what end? You, you we drop we we freedom dro- dropping freedom. off our shipment of of hogs and gasoline. We just did it by killing a bunch of cops and, Freedom and, and blasting through <laughs> Freedom through toll gates. Freedom's the reason. <laughs> yeah, the joke's on them because the, the land ends. Yeah. <laughs> just go to New Jersey and wait for these klutzes. Wrong again, Aaron. Get out of the Wrong again. The road truck. never ends. <laughs> yeah. They just turn around. Always a new road. 
north, south, east, west. Ah. Always a new road. We're heading up to Bangor. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you got it. Now you're in it. Now you're in it. <laughs> now I'm a trucker. It is free. I feel so alive. Oh. All right. So this just is it just them singing more? Is there? Is, no, there, there's some stuff on the outro. This is pretty good. Okay. Oh. All right. So this is what I forgot about the song is th- now there's a bunch of shouting truckers singing along, yes, right? Of course, yeah. Because okay. there's a thousand, there's thousands of them. Now. Yeah, they're yelling out the windows of their of their rigs. We go bye bye. All right, I'm glad we waited around for that, George. Thanks. Well, <laughs> that really paid off it, at the end. Well, but, you, but he said that he that his twenty, meaning his destination mm-hmm. in CB language, which I know. Yeah, you're 10, fluent. Ten twenty. Yeah. Destination. See, he's in New Jersey now. He's really supposed to go to Omaha with the hogs. And he said, the, uh, he ought to know, the, in Omaha, they had, ought to know what to do with them hogs. So that's your payoff, Damon. There you go. He's got to turn around and go all the way to Omaha now. So the, so the hog. He drove an extra 15 miles. I was going to say, he blasted Because of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> what about the pigs? Come on. I mean, you know, come on, feeding them or anything? They, yeah, they're probably dead by I now. I know. Okay. And also, so my, my corollary to this is uh, the reason this isn't a just a one hit wonder is so also in 1970 so what happened here is this start this song adds to adds gasoline if you will to the already fire of uh, CB craze in the United States mm-hmm. okay starts it off really but then and then they're going to they're going to make a movie but smoking the bandit steals their thunder because smoking the bandit is almost smoking the bandit forget the plot is they're hauling beer Across state lines because it's illegal. A six pack. A six, just one six pack. I thought it was a whole thing of. <laughs> whole, I think isn't that the joke? There's a six pack. I forget which one. The, one of the movies they have a six pack. Maybe that's part two. I don't know. Yeah. But but it's a whole trucking Smokey Bear, Jackie Gleason. It's the whole thing surrounding Jerry Reed. So, Jerry Reed. So <clears throat> they get around to making a movie called Convoy, based on this song, where they even change the lyrics, and it's directed by Sam Peckinpah. Whoa. No shit. But this is towards the end where his alcoholism and drug use has really gone really He wrong. was the one hauling beer. Yeah, boy. His <laughs> belly. But so it's really, and Chris Christopherson, Ali McGraw, Ernest Borgnine, there's a lot of people in this movie. And by the way, uh, Peckinpah's most successful uh, commercial movie. Wow. Even more. This, But this is, you know, Wild Bunch is 60, so, 69. So he's, this is towards the end of his career. Like he's far gone. By this time, but they made a movie based on this song. So, so there, you're saying there was room in the consumer market for yes. for another Convo- trucking song? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, movie. Another trucking. Well, because smoking the band, it kind of stole the thunder right. of what this had started. Sounds like it didn't. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sounds like they just they just well, blasted through smoking. You know, in other words, like this came out after. Smoking, smoking the Bandit, trying to take advantage of it right. because they had really kind of smoking the Bandit is is it has trucking in it. But it's really about it's really about the bandit being fucking a rogue. But but right, <laughs> true. Which we get back to the trucking. But he's running. They didn't call the movie fucking Jerry Reed and the wife. But beaters. he's running blocker. <laughs> he's running blocker for the truck. Maybe he's the short right, two right, mi- right. microbus people. He's running blocker <laughs> for the truck so they can have the beer. It's about going across state lines and trucking and Smoky Bandit. 
And so, but Convoy's a disaster. The movie's a complete disaster. But <laughs> it, it really goes, really goes really, really wrong. Consistent with the song. Consistent the with this, yeah. But but I thought, when I first thought of this, because what happened is C.W. McCall died about uh, two weeks ago. Oh, no way. And, and so I read this whole, All so right. I read this whole thing and I was fascinated by that he'd won a Clio, that they made a movie out of it. Like, this wasn't just the, some asshole disco duck song. Like, they really, this was a movement <laughs> of everything. Yeah. This was a cultural phenomenon as big as aerobics, if you will. Yeah. Like, and they, <laughs> Sam Peckinpah, goddammit. You know, it was a, it was a huge, uh, I'll bet you that the movie is shorter than the song. It might be. It's, it's, it, if you read the movie. Less of a script. The movie's a whole thing where it just went really, really wrong. <laughs> Yeah, well, there were fewer yeah. words in the actual screenplay yeah. than in this. 120 pages. <laughs> and, <laughs> it's just the truck goes fast. And, and for me, no, the, the, the movie is after the song where they even, there's even a version of Convoy where it involves new lyrics for the new characters, even though Chris Christopherson is Rubber Duck in Convoy, which I've never seen. But it's, they, they rewrote the lyrics even for the movie. Um Oh. <laughs> and and I this meant a lot to me. Like I, when I was eight years old in 1975, I so bad wanted to, you know, have a van and have a or a blazer and have a CB in it. And but but of all things, you wanted to wear a blazer, a blazer. I want no a bla- you know, a Chevy blazer. You know, like a, you know, like a Bronco, a blazer. You know. <laughs> Wonder, I was a different kind of trucker. I was more formal, like to wear a blazer. He later scratched that itch with a members only. <laughs> Your mom's telling me, Chef, you get your sport coat. Okay. But we're not getting your seat. And that was the whole thing is I was, of all the things that my mom, you know, liberal and sharing too much with me, decided to not make a stand on, but she was, I, I couldn't have a CB radio. I wanted one so bad. I wanted a one in my house. And yeah. Not a ham, but a CB. But it was. Dude, I would have been freaked out too as a parent. Like, because that's a way that like weirdos would get a hold of your fucking kid. Like, fuck that. Well, but I that, that wasn't really, that. I know, but that weirdos. wasn't in the conversation then. Like the internet would be, that right. was, it was just, you know, it, it was, it was expensive one and two, it was an adult thing. And I wanted yeah. a car right. so bad. Yeah. Because it's supposed to go in your car, mounted underneath your bitchin' stereo eight track, yeah. So you could talk to people. I have I have CB experience because my dad had a CB of radio. Of course he in did. His, yes. In this, in I, his, what I'm holding up here for people who can't see, like Aaron, it is Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. <laughs> one of my sisters grabbed this off his Jeep before he sold yeah. it or d- junked it or whatever. And so yeah. this is from the from yeah. the yeah. Cherokee that yeah. he had his CB mounted. And my sister and I, we only knew the one phrase, which was. Uh, breaker one nine for ten thirty six, which was channel nineteen. You asking right. for the time, right? And that came right from this song. Yeah. Oh, right. And because so, he says breaker, that's the beginning of it. Is breaker one nine? Yeah. <laughs> and so you would get a, a trucker. We, my sister and I, with our stupid yeah. little voices, would yeah. say it, and then a trucker somewhere would answer, would answer, right? and give you yes. the time. And we're yeah. <laughs> it's, it's people, so it's people helping yeah. people. <laughs> yeah, revolution, friend. <laughs> but I was so, and my mom chose to. That that well, no, you can't have a CB radio. Well, like for all the things inappropriate yeah. that happened, you know, <laughs> her sharing way too much with me of everything. Now I can't have a CB radio, and all I got was this shitty base station from Sears where I could listen, <laughs> yeah, just to local things. And it was just I was just so crestfallen. That right. I wasn't old enough to have a van or a truck or a blazer. I could get CB radio in. I wanted when, one so bad. When when Aaron and I were originally conceiving of this show, that we were going to give you that role, which was you could listen to us doing the podcast, but you couldn't participate. Can't talk back. Yeah, and don't go on channel nine. That's the police channel. Don't go on channel nine. You'll get in trouble. FBI, I'll come get you if you go on channel nine. Don't do it. 
<sighs> so that's a, this was a cultural phenomenon. I was part of it. I listened to this yeah. every day after school in 1975 and 76. Cultural, cu- cultural stretching it, but it was a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. Smoking the Band was the biggest movie. Oh, I know. Made it was... Bird a star. I mean, you know. <sighs> I mean, you could make the argument that both of these songs are from a, quote, cultural phenomenon, which means it was like both tapping into something that was really popular at the time. Well, but Autograph glommed onto a trend. This created a trend. Oh, wow. You're right. <laughs> you're not making a good... Innovators. Yeah, you're not making a good argument for your torture song. No, here's the thing. Let's. He's just being honest, yeah. though. He's being honest, and you got to do that in this yeah. game. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, because actually that could be a point against them for creating trucker culture, right? <laughs> yep. It all depends on how you see yeah. it. If all we can be is honest, a lot came, you, a it's lot up to came you. After this, a lot of trucker stuff came after this. I gotta say, I'm really having a hard time with this because <laughs> <laughs> because when when uh, I f- f- first realized what George had had brought to the table, I thought, well, this is kind of a funny song because, and it's just kind of a, it is. I know it was a hit; it was a legitimate hit, but it was a novelty song. And so there's really no way it can be worse than that shit I just listened to, which is called Turn Up the Radio. Um, but then I started listening to this song, this this Convoy song, and it upset me a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I really can, it's going to, this is a tough one for me. This is probably the... the the worst, uh, the the worst quandary I've been in since we since started. Sophie's choice of shit. It really <laughs> is. I guess if you're gonna to, like to play this out, if I had to listen to one of these songs like kind of more than once, like yeah. it, multiple yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible, yeah, I have, yeah. terrible situation that is. For, My first God. of all, I go leap. Kind of is there a gun anywhere? Yeah, be <laughs> leaping out a window to get away from them, but but really, like I think. I, I, you guys know how I feel about about fucking, you know, glam, fucking metal. I, I, I hate those guys. I hate Randy Rand. I hate that the key change in all that the, song. All like, the Steves. Convoy is is all the Steves. I yeah, hate all the Steves. I, <laughs> Steve B, Steve M, Steve R. I hate them all. Um, even Kenny. Yeah, Kenny by association. Um, so so. Like convoy to me is like it. It represents like this this kind of white trash mentality that that gets celebrated in 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 our culture that I hate so much. But just on a musical level, I I can't take. I guess Aaron has to win this week with with turn up the radio because like that one really you know stabs me in the soul. More than more than convoy just sort of like like really annoys me that people like this shit, you know. But but you know there's there's wait I it's probably because I grew up like my the real thing that that Aaron and I were in this in this kind of uh, scrappy little punk band while while hair metal was going on. So yeah, we were right. playing on the Sunset yeah. Strip and and being just yeah we were actively fucked yeah by. <laughs> that genre yeah. and so i just i know that's i also just hate the music don't get me wrong I, i'm not caring it's it's but a combination of those things i just it's just real this that that music just pisses me off so aaron wins this week okay. and george <laughs> thank you for reminding me like how how shitty the song is though fuck i i hate everyone oh, it makes so much fun it is brutal it is so long <laughs> yeah. and there's so much in it and it, and the payoff inside of it it's like nothing. when the chorus is supposed to be the payoff it's fucking annoying <laughs> and stupid and it sounds like and it, like what what should be something like say like 
you know, those Leonard Skinner gals where they got a bunch of soul and, so- and stuff or like, you know, being, uh, you know, the, God forbid they put in like, you know, someone like Aretha, like a big, uh, you know, big, big throated. Like, like the girl uh, from the Paul uh, Anka. Like singer. the Paul Anka who was, who was with child. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, but it's just so light and and in effect. I'm telling you, those are gorgeous. men. Those are men doing girl voices. They don't sound like real female singers, to right? Me. Yeah, they would have some balls if they were actual women, but it's just these guys doing a placeholder. Assuming he worked, he he, you know, as you said, worked for an ad agency, yeah, yes. either New York or L.A. Yeah, right. No, no, it was Midwest. They were in the Midwest. It was Omaha? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so I was gonna say he, ads were regional then. Yeah, I was gonna say though, like you. If you were in New York, L.A., you couldn't like throw a rock without hitting a singer, a good yeah, singer, right. yeah. you know, yeah. who was who was perfectly capable. So maybe maybe that explains it because he was in Omaha. They, they <laughs> that's all they could get was those two. Or it, I think I still think they're men. Someone prove me wrong. <laughs> oh, Someone write in. I hate that <laughs> prove song. me wrong. Yeah. This is I, I chose it. I'll take the victory and and enjoy it. Yeah. But God damn it. <laughs> I hated the other song more personally. Did you really? It was a fucking. It you, fucking Aaron, you have a so tolerance shitty. for that hard rock stuff, though. I don't. I do. I do. Yeah. I do. And so, you know, that's why it's, I, I get laughs out of the other one, and Convoy is just a drag. I, I almost, I've almost, now I have to take it off my list. I've almost chosen Turn Up the Radio a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> you would have won. I know. I've almost, I've almost. You got, I think it would actually also be funner to be a trucker than it appears to be in that song. <laughs> I think they did a bad job of talking about driving. I was hoping that this, that the, all the lyrics would get in Damon's head and it'd make him upset, which it did. So I'm happy about that. It did. Yeah, yeah no, you win still. You win. You yeah, know. see, Aaron and I had the, uh, the exact life. opposite reaction, which was um, he said he laughs at the at the autograph song and, and gets really frustrated with the Convoy song. And I'm the exact opposite. I get, I, right. I, I like, I laugh at the, con- the Convoy song is just so fucking stupid that it's funny. It's ridiculously <laughs> bad. <laughs> Turn up the radio is like really like a soul killer, right. you know, it's, it, it's actual evil. It really, it, it, it's, it <laughs> autograph snuffs out my, my youthful naivete, my, my exuberance for life. The very will to live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so you don't like it then. So, so you're not, so you don't so like you're it. not signing us. You don't like so it. you're not signing us. Is that's a pass from you? <laughs> Just let me get this straight. Okay. You're passing on these guys. <laughs> okay, Damon. <laughs> Look, I'll go across the street. I'll Joe go to Menendez. Columbia. I don't give a shit. I'll go to Columbia. I'll call Joe Menendez. Joe we'll get this thing done. <laughs> what do you mean? He's not, what do you mean? He's not there. <laughs> he's not picking up his phone i've got him on speed dial can i can i borrow your phone because i'll get hey, a deal right his now sons out for, taking his sons out for coffee i will take this thing across the street what i will could go wrong <laughs> i will march right we'll across the street later. fuck it <laughs> um all right so let uh, i really need a sorbet at this oh, point boy. Gosh, all yes. right so here we go sorbet decrease the yeast Diane Weist. <laughs> oh. Diane Weist. I heard. I heard cranberry juice works. All right. <laughs> so this. This. I can tell you what this song is. This song is called "Can I Change My Mind" by Tyrone Davis, uh, soul singer. This song was a. Uh, it was a big R and B hit and also a, a top ten uh, Billboard hit. And the reason why I sent you guys the lyrics is because. This is taking a position, which I love. I love when, when the guys flip the script on this. This guy is trying to be macho. Mm-hmm. And, he's, he's, and he's realizing immediately 
as he walks out the door because he's he's like second I walk out that bitch is gonna is gonna start crying and begging me to come back. This whole <laughs> this whole song is about him going. She's she's not reacting how I wanted her to, and now yeah. he's almost desperately going. I fucked up. I, baby, right. can I change my mind? So, ch- and, and by the way, it's funky as fuck. When you hear this bass part, good god, he's a great singer. The performance, the whole thing is just is just great. So here we go. Tyrone Davis, can I change my mind? Do it. That fucking guitar hook is insane. Oh, I thought she would start to cry. I sit around my room Yeah, so he sets up the story from the from the get-go. I thought she would st- let's see, she didn't bat an eye as I pack my bags to leave. Like he's he's uh he's in he's alpha dog in this situation, right? Yeah. He's it's funny too because he says sit around my room and grieve so he left his own apartment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't say our left room there, yeah. or something like he left his own place yeah. <laughs> he fired himself <laughs> from well, his apartment his bags are gonna be going the road or something or right what do you think no what's he's packing his bags to go on the road right he's leaving they maybe no he's leaving 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 the relationship oh, but he, he says but he says i'm gonna oh. I'm, or sit around my room and grieve it's funny oh. <laughs> yeah he shouldn't say my and uh okay so here we go we're getting into the into the pre-chorus here. But y'all the girl, she fooled me this time. She acted like I was the last thing on her mind. I would like to start all over again. Baby, can I change my mind? So, so the, uh, the image I just sent it's you... Rad. Yeah, the song is so great. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the image I just sent you is the single cover. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a better cover for any, like, released music ever than this That's than good. this fucking picture of the guy with the bag looking back it's at the girl in the window. Yeah. He's out in the dark in the cold. It's She's in the... Liberal. Yeah, it's it's so great. All right, carrying on. Looks like he's a physician. He's got a little doctor bag. <laughs> Yeah. What's he got in there? Bag from, the, from the 60s. That's an overnight bag. It's <laughs> an overnight bag. Toothbrush, some underpants, whatever. Smokes, comb, hanky, rubber, and chain. <laughs> a fuck kit. A fuck kit. <laughs> a, fu- a fuck kit. That's what, that's, what, that's what Bingo calls it. It's lube. <laughs> it's lube, rubbers, and gum. That's what he kit. has in steak it's sauce. A fuck kit. Lube, rubbers, gum. Fuck it. <laughs> That's it. That's all he needs in steak sauce is just that, and he's hit the road. Anyways, the song's bitching. By the way, that that fucking uh, that guitar lick is fucking so crazy. Yeah. So this song was written by Barry Dispenza and uh, co-written with Carl Wolfuck, who is a guitarist. I'm I'm going to assume that he, uh, Carl, is playing that lead guitar as as the co-writer. Right. And. Uh, these guys, I think, wrote another song for for Tyrone as well, but then they just kind of disappeared. But I just, I this is one of those situations where I'm like, the insight into the human psyche of in these lyrics, yeah. and these guys never wrote another song like this. It's so weird to me that they just they fucking yeah. nailed it on this one song. Maybe it's all that was in them. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But God, it was it's so like this angle that they're writing from is so perfect to me. 
because you know let's let's face it i don't care if it's rock songs or soul songs or whatever it's usually a guy about what a great lover he is he's in control of the situation he loves to rock whatever it is it's, yeah, it was yeah, always yeah. It, it was always the guy <laughs> kind of in the driver's seat and i i can't imagine another song before this maybe even after to take this position of I, i'm immediately regretting my decision and and just i, I the, she won you know yeah and almost like he's not regretting it because he loves her so dearly. I mean, at least at this point in the lyrics, but it's like, fuck, she is not bummed. So like he he likes it because, you know what I mean? It's not because he's like reflecting The next on it. verse kind of sums it up, what, what you're describing, I think. Here we okay. go. I just want to change my mind. This is the wrong verse, verse, by the way. Sorry about that. It's the next verse, but still, still good. Oh, Lord, I just didn't want to go. But she didn't give me no sign. Nothing that would make me change my mind I would like to start all over again Yeah, she's playing it cool. She's playing it smart. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to leave? Right. Leave. Do it, yeah. yeah. And this, here's the, the payoff is this the next verse with, with what happened here. Baby, can I change my mind? I just want to change my mind Oh, I played my games Many times before But people's let me tell y'all Oh, I never reached the door Okay, so he said this tactic has worked for him before Yeah Where mm-hmm. he just said, he just said all right, bitch, I'm out. Yeah. And she, wait, no, wait. And so he said, I, I yeah, so he never got out. Yeah, the door I never even got to like... approach the door because she was already crying and, and it didn't work with her. Didn't work with this one. Right. So that's now. And so now he doesn't know what to do. No, it's, he's, it's, it's like this. It's like he, he packed his bag and he's out in the street in the picture. Yeah. And he's like, uh oh, my balls aren't in this bag. They're still inside. <laughs> I could have sworn I packed yeah. them. <laughs> I, I didn't I, know. Yeah. She still got them. <laughs> yeah, usually balls is number one on the list of things that go in your fuck kit. He's going through the whole bag. I, my balls are in here. I know I packed them. I know I packed them. Oh, shit. She's looking at the window and it's dangling. Yeah, and according to the fuck pad, uh, uh, fuck pad bag he's got and the street and the howling wind and everything, there's not a car in sight. So here he is in Manhattan, probably after the subways have stopped working, just fucking an asshole, made a shit decision, and he's got a fuck kit and nowhere to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> good good what a, summation. What a lonely good man. summation. <laughs> yeah. A fuck it without a home. Um so, so and actually, yeah, what you guys are saying is perfect because the next next two lines, this is where it gets like really sad. He goes, The the wind is howling tonight. I keep looking back, but my baby's nowhere. It's like, like he's even thinking as he's down the block, like she's gotta be running out yeah, the door and after door. me. She's at gonna this come point. to her senses. She's yeah. gonna come to her senses. <laughs> she looks out the window, oh it's raining and the wind is howling. Go get fucking Tyrone, yeah. would you please? <laughs> no. Uh, all right, so we're, this is actually a... She's in there making a meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> for another man. Oh, God. But ooh, the wind is high. 
tonight I keep looking back but my babe is not in sight I would like to start all over again Baby can I change my mind The bass player is insane he is. Yeah he's fucking doing it Let me let me name these guys because who's who's calling out the, the backing band on Tyrone Davis songs in 2022? I'm gonna do it. Do it. Uh, the drummer was Quentin Joseph. He's doing some some cool subtle little fills that you know when you when you listen to the song later, which I know you all will uh, check those out. Uh, as I said, lead guitarist I'm gonna assume was is Carl Wolfuck the uh, the guy the the song the co-writer of the song. Rhythm guitarist Mighty Joe Young. Pianist Floyd Morris, and last but certainly not least, in fact, best, is bassist Bernard Reed. This guy is a monster. I can't believe we don't know more about Bernard Reed. Uh, and if- The guy's a motherfucker. You know what else is fucking weird is that the Mighty Joe Young, that's the guy, the fucking guy, that guy. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who threatened Stone Temple Pilots with a lawsuit because their name, when they got signed, was Mighty Joe Young. Oh, wow. And they, when they when they refer to that story, they go, oh, yeah, some dude from some old blues guy had the name. I'll bet you fucking oh, anything wow. it was him. That's, That's That weird. is totally weird. Yeah. So they had to pick Stone Temple Pilots like out of a hat. But anyways, uh, uh, that's weird. So that, But the guy, um, the guy who did you say was the, uh, the bass player? Uh, Bernard Reed. Bernard Reed. What a motherfucker. Yeah, th- this, he's just, just, you know. Good play- player name, too. Yeah. Good bass player name. It is, name. yeah. A lot of great bass players, or at least two. It, it, well, Bernard. he's no Randy Rand. <laughs> no. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Not be silly. Bernie Burn. <laughs> uh, you know, this is this is one of those great, like, less than three-minute songs. We're about ten seconds from it being over. Okay, Let's you. just play it out. Yeah. Baby. Fucking good. You know, that would have been a good, um, um, I can see uh, Mick operating comfortably in that song, you know, like I could hear like the stones around, uh, around like, it would have fit nicely, uh, an arrangement of it would have fit nicely on like uh, the way they did uh, Ain't Too Proud to Bag uh, and uh, the way they did, like it could have been on like Emotional Rescue maybe or something Mm -hmm. like a. A vaguely funky version of it. Yeah, I know? could hear that. I think what I could hear him in that. When I was looking this up, I think there's, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, a Michael McDonald cover of this. Really? Yeah, oh. and it's it's fine. He's of course Michael McDonald's. It's fucking yeah, Mike. he's great. Yeah. But what you do? <laughs> this is the type of song you don't touch. To me, I mean, it's like yeah. right. I right. Mike Mike listen to it at home, groove to it. <laughs> don't sing along with it. I'd love to yeah, hear that. Yeah, yeah. Smoked a big cut blunt. <laughs> By the way, I should do this. Cover it live. <laughs> yeah, because there's no backups. There's no backups in the song. So like, just hearing Mike sing along with it would be rad, and I would buy that. Well, I, I yeah, <laughs> him, yeah, just like him in his car or something. Yeah, that's it. Fine. I but buy I, it. I'm. By the way, I also authorized Michael McDonald to do this live. Fun. No problem. Recording, <laughs> recording on an album and putting it out. Not, not necessary. <laughs> Unauthorized. Yes. Unauthorized. Unnecessary. Oh, you did a version of that, Michael. Neat. <laughs> But I like to hear this as a one-off, like as an encore after what a fool believes. You know, <laughs> well, Aaron, what was that? What was that? Uh, your, I think it was your your dad or your mom's friend who who said something to the effect of, "And now this is going way back to." Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to come see your band perform. <laughs> yeah, and she was a little jittery. 
Uh, and so she was all over the place, painting all four corners of my uh, of my vision <laughs> while she hit that. While she hit that, yeah, and that's, I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I, and so that's that. I was thinking, I cannot wait to see you. And that's show. I could picture her talking to Michael McDonald and saying, "I cannot wait to see you perform. Can I change my mind? <laughs> I'm excited about it. it. <laughs> I'm anticipating." <laughs> Uh, uh, I have two, I have two questions. I have two okay. questions about this song for yeah. uh, for both of you. First, first one's to Damon. Um, Damon, it, uh, the horn, the little horn flourishes in here. You're, you approve of better, those. Better, better, better. Yeah, you approve yeah. of those. It's a horn section. Okay, you approve of that. Yes, horn section's okay. Is, is the saxophone in a horn section? Many times, yes. Okay, so you approve of that though. As long as he doesn't step forward with muscles and a ponytail. <laughs> I'm okay with okay, the saxophone. Just in the yeah. back, little yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Secondly, it, and if they all step forward, then he's not really stepping forward. The, it's the section is stepping. Mic. You mean as a group, like with some choreographed mo- dance moves? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, my second question is: uh, Is it just me, or is this it, the main guitar riff in this? Is is this that has to be what he listened to before he did "Every Day I Write the Book"? It's the same thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, every day I write the book. It's a very Motowny sounding song. Right? It's the same. Yeah. It's just picked instead of strung. Sure. That's a great call. It's a great call. Yeah. And it's 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 they cop it. It's like they cop the the on the on the on the on the keys. Right. Yes. And every day I write the book because that's the same. It's the same fucking lick. I was the same. I think he listened to this and went, "Oh, this is a great thing. I'm gonna steal this." Like because it sounds just like it. Yeah, that's a that's a, a deep deep pull for you, George. I was going to mm-hmm. say that guitar lick re- reminded me of Soul Man, which is much more oh, obvious. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. can I change my mind? Is is a better song than Soul Man? I hate to break it to everybody, but yeah, that's a that's yeah. Th- this sort of style influenced a lot of guys later. That you hear had Prince nothing- in it. Prince, I hear Prince a lot. In oh that. yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh I like to use he's very he's using a lot of economy. Like I my guess is that Tyrone had a lot of had a few more gears vocally. Um and he's great. But you you kind of expect him. I like because especially considering what we now know about the song to be true and all that, but you expect him to go start all over yeah. again. Like get into a really big <laughs> yeah. like get some get some gymnastics going, but he really is e- economic with his soul. Aaron, did you just he's hand just the microphone to Michael McDonald? <laughs> I do. My can I start? Can I start all of <laughs> Stay out of the studio with the song, Mike. <laughs> Fucking Mike. But Aaron, you're you're totally right, and I'm pretty sure I haven't explored a lot of Tyrone. But uh, in one of the little articles or blurbs I was reading about this song, they said that this his singing style in the song was out of character for him because he yeah. was more of a kind of a belter. And, yeah, right. Whatever and oh, and oh, so it go. was maybe that's why. Uh, you know, less is more in a lot of cases. Like yeah. the he told you this story with the, by in the way he was singing it, he, the way he was delivering the lines. Yeah. Like we were talking about Sinatra mm-hmm. and stuff last week. Yes, correct. Yes, right, he, right. He, you, I feel that picture. I hear that in his voice. The guy outside yeah. with the fuck kid. <laughs> yeah, you can't be sorry. You can't be. You can't be forlorn and realize you made a mistake and be belting. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I think you're dead on, Aaron, yeah, about that. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. he he had plenty more uh, tricks up his sleeve, but he didn't need to pull him out right. for this. He's not even forlorn. He's lovelorn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he's embarrassed because like it fucks with his yeah. Yeah. That he's like that he's like oh shit. Uh, she, I, I'm not all that as I anticipated I was, or she's so over it that she said, well, it's not, he's not worth five times of this. So fuck it. Yeah. 
Yeah, he that's that that's a that's a key element that you brought up that I forgot yeah. to, which is the the sort of humiliation and embarrassment. Yeah, like walking my, down the street yeah, <laughs> in a cold wind. Yeah, she she locked the door behind him. Yeah, He's not getting back in tonight. Glad that motherfucker's going. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, like he called his buddy. He went to a payphone because this was 1968. Yeah. And called his buddy, and when he got to his buddy's house, like by the way, the buddy's wife is pissed off that his, this guy's calling in the middle of the night, totally crashing <laughs> on the couch. But, Who is that? But he's <laughs> but he's telling his buddy, yeah, I told that bitch. Like he's got a whole story about how it went down. Yeah. But really, that what you're hearing in the song is this is what's really going on inside his head. Yeah, you it know. Is. Yeah, he's like, I told her where to get off, and da, da, da. his buddy's just staring at him, wait, 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 and then he goes. Well, she didn't come back for you. <laughs> yeah, you can sleep here. Don't eat anything in the refrigerator. Good night. <laughs> Click. My wife and put your wet, wife gets up wet at, fuck kid off my couch. <laughs> my, my wife gets up at eight. Yeah, yeah, be gone by the time yeah. she's up. Don't come upstairs. You use the use the downstairs don't, bathroom. Yeah, don't it. let don't let Brenda see that fuck kid. <laughs> Brenda. <laughs> she's gonna think it's mine. You put it under the coffee table in the back of the closet somewhere. She can't. She knows sit. what that means, man. She knows what that bag is. Yeah. He gets up in the morning. She gets up. up in the morning. The kids have found the fuck kit, and uh, all the contents are strewn out all over the floor. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that's not toothpaste, that's blue. So that's a good place to end this episode. What do you say, guys? Yeah, yeah, it is. Sure. It's a good survey. It's a good survey. <laughs> yeah, I feel better again. The the sorbet is so needed. I'm so glad we that concept has been has been uh dropped into this. That guitar was soothing. Yeah, it really Very was. Soothing. Saved, Very us. soothing. saved us. Saved us. I get to think about that now. Not not the horse oh, shit no, that we listened to before. <laughs> so uh Nice episode eight with you guys. We are the Gitmo Bros, uh, number one rockers forever. And we're going to leave you guys uh, with a little bit of zen that we like to practice before the show or even, you know, just before anything we, we do in life. So let's, uh, let's all do this together, shall we? You got to look in the mirror. You got to say your three S's. Star, smile, strong. Star, Star, smile, strong, strong. So please, please keep your your uh, your inner star, smile, strong going for uh, as you go throughout life and its hardships. And uh, let's wrap it up here. Episode eight, Aaron Loathing. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, go on AaronLoathing.com. Go on the social media. Go subscribe. I think you're supposed to do that when you yeah, when you enjoy so. a show. I think people want that to happen. Yeah. I, I yeah, think right. it's a moral obligation yeah. to yeah. hit that subscribe button, you sons of bitches. Oh, hey, wh- hey, by the way, what's up to our fan in the UK? We saw you over yeah. there. Yeah. We saw you, UK fan. What's up, bruh? Turn up the podcast. Good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, saying goodbye. Let's, uh, let's check it out, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Beep. Ear and loathing. I say fuck no to that, but fuck yes to my fuck kit. Mom! Take it easy. Lower it. I don't I'm not going to lower it. I have to do this now. I don't mind you playing it, but lower it. Tune in next week for more Ear and Loathing. End transmission. Goodbye. Goodbye.